Hey friends, welcome back to the By His Grace podcast. I'm your host, Misty Phillip, and today I want to start with a question. How many of you went to summer camp or how many of you sent your kids to summer camp this summer? Summer camp is in many ways a rite of passage for many people. I remember going to summer camp when I was about nine years old. The songs that we sang are still embedded in my mind and could start singing them right now, but I'm not going to do that to y'all. So today I've asked Amy Lowe of Windshape Camp, which is part of the Windshape Foundation started by Truett Cathy of Chick-fil-A, and they have an incredible camp experience that Amy runs. But I knew Amy when I first started writing and speaking. I met her at She Speaks. She was the acquisitions editor for Lifeway. And so I was tickled when I saw her name come across my desk. And so I had to have her on. But not only that, the work that she's doing now at Windshape to encourage and inspire the next generation is fantastic. We talk about specifics about camp. We talk about some of the issues that young people are struggling with today and how camp can be a part of that experience to to help them with that. So I hope that you enjoy this conversation with my friend, Amy Lowe. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Amy Lowe, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am so excited to have you here with me today, my friend. It's so great to be here with you, Missy. Can't wait. Let's go. Yeah. So I got to tell y'all a story before we get started. I met Amy way back in 2016 when God first called me to write and speak. Amy at that time was the acquisitions editor for Lifeway. And I just knew for sure that Lifeway was going to take my Bible study and publish me. And then the world changed, right? But Amy has always held this special place in my heart because, you know, I was new. I was an older person who started writing because I'd been at home. I'd had a career, left my career, came home, raised my kids, and was just trying to be obedient and faithful to God in the next season of my life. And Amy, you're the one when I just kept bugging you, I just kept emailing you, tell me what I need to do. And you did, you did. You, you, you sent me back a very thoughtful list, like, if you want to pursue a writing career, you need to do these things. And so I kept going back to that list and going, okay, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. 
And then when I went to publish my Bible study, I went back to you and I said, okay, if you were going to have somebody edit, who would you have edit? And so you introduced me to Amy McConnell and that was just such a great experience. She tore my writing up, which was exactly what I needed. Yeah, because I didn't even know what I didn't know back then. And so you just have a special place in my heart and I'm so excited. You have since transitioned into a new organization. And so we're going to talk about that and then what you do there. So tell us about the Windshape Foundation first, and then let's talk about what you do, and then we'll get into a little bit more of the conversation. Perfect. Well, Missy, first of all, look at you go. I'm so glad to be able to have helped you, and but you did it. You're the one that took the action and took the step. So clearly it was something that God put in your heart for you to be able to do, and I'm happy to be a part of it and happy to reconnect with you and catch up today. But yes, I'm in a new area of ministry now with Windshape. I left Lifeway about five years ago. I love Lifeway so much from Nashville, but God called us down to Atlanta to work with the Windshape Foundation. And it's an organization that's been around since the mid eighties. It was founded by Truett Cathy, who is also the founder of Chick-fil-A. And he started this ministry again, back in the mid eighties, started with a college ministry program and then moved on to camps. His kiddos grew up going to camp and he knew what an important piece of the puzzle that was for them and their development. And he wanted to start his own. And again, it started with the college area and then it moved on to camps there at the campus of Barry College in Rome, Georgia. And we've been doing camps there ever since and have grown from that. The foundation also has a marriage ministry and a team's ministry. It's a really cool foundation, cool different ministries that get to be a part of God's work in lots of different ways. And I just get to be a part of the camp piece of it. We have girls camp, we have boys camp, we have day camps, we have family camps. A lot of the, most of the overnights are all in Georgia, but we have day camps all across the country. So hopefully we have one close to you that you could get to, but I love it. We, we want to show kids Jesus and help them to have fun and get out of their comfort zones and all that kind of thing. So I started off in camps back before but I moved to publishing. And so it's really going back to my roots to be able to do this ministry here in Atlanta. That's amazing. And you work specifically with the girls and the girls camps, right? So I'd love to know some of the things that you do with the girls at camp. I think that would be fun to kind of walk us through what does camp look like? Yes. Campus, we have camp for first grade all the way through high school. So no matter what age you are, you can come and be a part. You know, Misty, we really want to get them outside. I think every camp is that way. They're inside a lot these days. They're on their technology a lot these days. We don't have technology at camp. We we use these things called walkie-talkies to talk back and forth to each other. They don't have their phones. Our staff don't have their phones. We want them to get outside in nature. We try to have camp in beautiful places if we can, if we can help it so that they can just experience the wonder and awe of being outside. Now, I know it's hot, but it's okay. You can do it. A little sweat doesn't hurt anybody. We don't, we don't wear makeup at camp. It's just a fun way to get out of your comfort zone, out of your house, learn some independence, do some new things. We always have a worship time at camp. We have a Bible study that we create for the girls and all camps that is different every year based on really what we feel like they're going through and what they need to hear from the the Lord, just based on what we know of kiddos these days. And so the Bible study part is all 
always a part of it. But then they do skills where they get to kind of pick things that they want to do. It can be like rock wall climbing or mountain biking or the ropes course. There's also indoor like calligraphy. We try to find out what do they love to do that's fun that they can't do at home. We want to be able to give them new experiences at camp. And then we always have like parties where they dress up and get to, you know, we had glow girl this summer. So they all dressed up with their glow things. We had a big foam pit. It's just, we want them to have fun experiences again, away from home where they can try new things, meet new people, gain some independence, make new friends, feel like they're in a safe place to be cultivated and cheered on. And that's, some of the beautiful things that camp gets to bring them if they if they choose to come hang out with us in the summer. That's awesome. So I'd love to know what your Bible study theme for the girls was this year. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Well, we always have to put it in a, in some kind of a package that's fun. And they, so the, our theme of camp always has like a world, like a motif that they live in. And this summer we went to space, Misty. So who doesn't want to go to space? It was I, so fun. But that's right. I live, I live in Houston. We've got NASA. So everybody that comes to visit wants to go to NASA. So everybody really, loves so they space. Went, you know, we had space camp this year, but really the theme was called more to explore. And it was this idea that we studied the gospel of John and different passages in there in Jesus's life. And we really, we really wanted to boil it down to the basics. We're, we're learning that kiddos just aren't in church as much as they used to be. And so we can't have them come to camp and expect it to be like a theology 401 class. Like it needs to be a, a 101 class. And so we really try to boil it down this year to like, what do they really need to know? And one of our biggest things is we wanted them to know that, Hey, if I have a, a problem, I should go to the Bible for, for my answers. And so it was super basic in that way. But of course, for older kiddos, we, we make it a little bit more in depth, but even, even them, we are just seeing that more and more people aren't going to church and so they don't have that context. So we really wanted to teach them that, hey, somebody's going to be in the command center of your life. We recommend that it be Jesus. Like, why don't you just try Jesus out for a try, put him in that seat and see what happens. So we really want them to be introduced to Jesus. One of the big verses we kept going back to is early on in the gospel of John, where Jesus said, come and see, like, we're not pounding them over the head with Jesus. We're just we're trying to say, this is Jesus's invitation. Just come and see, go check him out. We think there's more to explore. So we really, we taught them about the Holy Spirit. We taught them about Jesus. We taught them about the Bible. And those, those were the basics of what we covered this year, but we really wanted them to, to leave camp thinking I, I should give Jesus a shot. There's more to him than I think. And if I have a problem, I should try to, maybe the Bible has something to say about it. So maybe I should look there. So again, not rocket science, not theology 401, but a way for them to say, hey, this is good for your life moving forward. Some some things to take with you. Yeah, that's amazing because really they can can learn all the theology, but they got to get into the word first. And so if they understand that Jesus is a lifeline, then they can can study that for themselves or have people come alongside them. But absolutely, that introduction to let's try Jesus. I, I absolutely love that. Tell me some of the things that you're seeing young girls struggling with today. You know, I know that there's all kinds of different kinds of struggles. I mean, there 
there were struggles that we experienced when we were growing up. But I feel like some of those struggles are a little more intense today. And so what are some of the things that you're seeing? And then when if those come up in camp, kind of how do you address those? Yeah, Misty, I think we're probably about the same age. We grew up in a in a different world than these girls are growing up in now, which is why which is why I'm so passionate about getting them to camp, get them off their technology, get them out of the world, get them sweaty. Because they're so in their in their head, I think. I've seen that a lot. They're just they think they think deep thoughts, which is great, but they it can sometimes be a loop and go over and over and over again and and not say good things to them. And so we're seeing just what everybody's seeing higher levels of anxiety and stress and depression and self-harm and all that kind of stuff is just ticking up. We saw a lot more bullying this, this summer than I've ever seen before. I think it's just, they live in a, in a mean world where they're seeing you know, on their devices, everybody else having fun and everybody else looking beautiful and everybody else being involved or so it seems, and they're feeling left out and alone and like nobody can understand them. And so that's, that's one of the big things that we teach our counselors at camp in the summer. We want girls to come in. We know they're going to be feeling that way. We know that they're going to be struggling with that. And we want to put them in a group of people where they feel safe, where they feel loved, where they feel cared for, where they feel championed and cheered on so that they can leave with that confidence and with that just, you know, I tried something hard this week or I met some new friends this week or I got out of my comfort zone this week. And that's what we see in our parent surveys. I just finished reading all of them. We just wrapped our summer and seeing the parents say, hey, I dropped off one kiddo and I, I picked up a more confident kiddo. I picked up a different kiddo. I picked up a, a camper that was a, a better, the best version of themselves, a better version of themselves because they got to be in this experience where they were, again, champion, cheered on and and challenged to, to try new things. So I think camp is, you know, camp's not going to solve all the world's problems for sure. We We've got big things we need to help these girls with and help these young people with. But I think camp can be a piece of that. We, we always say, Missy, that we want to come alongside parents. I'm going to put my arm around that mom and dad and say, Hey, we want the same things for your kiddos that you want for your kiddos. And we're going to say the same things to them that you say to them, but maybe they're going to hear it from us better and that'll just be our little secret and we don't have to let them know that we're in cahoots (laughs) they can come back and say my counselor told me this and this and this and the mom's like well I've been teaching you that forever but it somehow sticks with us with these with these young 20-something counselors that are in their cabin and and again that I'm fine with that being our little secret but again we're not the end-all be-all of everything but I think we're a piece that that helps young people become who they, who they really can be in Christ if, if they, if they lean into that. So that was a long answer to your question. (laughs) That's just fine. So I have a really, really good friend who sent her daughter to camp for the very first time. And it just happened to coincide with her husband being out of town for work. And they only have one child and she's junior high aged. And it was fun for me to watch her as a mom prepare her daughter. Like she tried to think of everything that she could possibly think of, like put her outfits in Ziploc bags. So this is going to be for this day so that she like had a little pack with band-aids. So if 
she needed a Band-Aid or a friend needed a Band-Aid. Like she really tried to think through all the things that she might need because it was her first time ever away from home. And I think the mom had a harder time than the daughter did because she came home and she was like, they don't have their phones. I can't call her. Like they send messages and I can see pictures. She was like grieving a little bit. So it was, and so I ended up going and spending the day with her and we had fun, but it was a little, it was a great experience for the mom as well. It really, it really is, Missy. It helps prepare them for like, you're going to go away in college. Let's be ready, you know. Let's anyway keep going. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. I never. Yeah, I never did that. My kids never went to camp. We homeschooled. They were always with us. My oldest son even lived at home during college, and then he graduated and got married and moved out, like all within a span of like a very very short period of time. And it was heartbreaking to me and a culture shock. So if I would have been letting go a little bit along the way, it would have made that transition a lot easier. And so I think that. On both sides, on both sides, because they need to realize they can do it and step away. Even my youngest little guy, he had some tears when I dropped him off at camp. He'd been there for many summers and loves it and knows he had so much fun. But if he had to choose, he would be right beside me on the couch. Yeah. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so it's good for him to to get out there and go to camp and realize he can do hard things. But also good for me as a mom to say, I can let him go for a week and give him to someone else that is trustworthy and I'm going to be updated through pictures and things like that. But yeah, it's good for for parents. And you know what? If if dad isn't away on a trip, then mom and dad need to go on a trip. We have so (laughs) many parents that drop off their kids at camp and they're like, see, ya, we're going on, you know, we're going to the beach. We're going wherever. And I'm cheering them on too because they need that time so I think it's a win-win-win all around yeah that's that's amazing I love it so are there any particular testimonies from camp this year that that you'd like to share of you know some life-changing experience of yet would love for you to share some of those testimonies yes we get these results at the end of the summer parents come in and fill out a survey which we love and are it's very helpful to us and what I heard over and over again from parents were that they that I heard confidence over and over again is really what I heard more than anything is that I think girls are just a little bit more broken these days a little bit more bruised and beaten up and when they come to camp they realize that they they are capable and they can do hard things and they can get outside of their comfort zone. And so I'm trying to actually find some of the survey results that we've had that I can read to you. But there's just there's so many like this. There's not one big story. There's a lot of little stories. One said my kiddo came back like a different child. She had a really difficult few years in school with her learning disabilities. It has taken a toll on her self-esteem. I feel like she came back so much more confident in herself. She had so much fun and loved every minute. You'll love this part, Misty. I have told her that I have been so proud of how flexible she has been since she came home. And she said she had to be so flexible at camp that she got better at it. And it really has helped our home life. I just hope it lasts. So it's just, they, they're learning these things Again, confidence, I kept hearing that in here. Uh, We have a thing at camp 
that a lot of people do called I Am Third. It was something that Truett, Kathy, talked about every Sunday when he used to come to camp in the summer and how, you know, we need to make God first, other second, and and me third. And we give an award out every Friday when they leave of the, and it's voted on by people that, to say this is a camper that really exemplifies I Am Third. And it's just story after story like that. My, I mean, my daughter, she's in middle school. We got, we got out of uh, the end of sixth grade year last year, which, you know, everybody's sixth grade year is hard. And she got in the car at the end of the school year was near the end. And she just started crying and she cried all the way home. And it was just one thing after the next. She was like, she was bottling it up and keeping it inside. And once I let her start to let it out, she just let it out, let it out, let it out, let it out. And my first thought was, I'm so glad she's going to camp here soon because she needs to be at a place where she is loved on and cared for and feels like she belongs and has friends and has people and has purpose and camp was really good for her in that way. And I, I just think there's so many stories like that, that I, that I get the privilege of reading because I get to read all the surveys and we haven't even gotten them all in yet, but we're hearing great things from parents that just their kiddos needed camp and are coming out the other side a, a little bit better, which is a dream. That's what we want. That's right. So before our interview, I I jumped on on your Instagram feed and what I saw in just the pictures that I saw, I just saw joy on these girls' faces and a closeness that I don't think girls have. I mean, they were like all over each other, piled up on each other, like full of joy and smiling and just, I mean, you could tell that they just felt loved and cared for and that they were loving on one another. It was so great to see all the different pictures of all the kiddos and just especially sweet for me to see junior high, high school age girls when it, it's an awkward time for all of us, right? Um, but then to have that space where we can come and just feel loved, you could tell just joy on their faces for sure. Yeah, that's what we want, Misty. We want them to, and that's what we see. We see kiddos come to camp year after year and they say this is like the best week or two weeks of my life like this is what I look forward to this is what I plan for I'd rather do this than go on a vacation to the beach that's what because of those kind of things that they get tangibly from being around a great group of girls and our staff get it too and I think it's so good for our staff because they are learning how to again champion people and cheer people on and find the best in them and call that out and 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 we get to see the results of that too. So we even have staff. We we just we have staff banquets at the end of the summer where we celebrate and and we get to hear stories from them of what the Lord did in their lives. And they don't want to leave either. They don't they don't want to leave either because it's just it's a safe place. And again, we can't live there. It's, it really is a mountaintop experience. Anybody that goes to camp probably feels that way because you are set apart in this in this bubble in this world and. You do have to go back to real life, but it sure is a really good respite for people, we hope. So do you only have camps in the summer or do you do other things year round or what does that look like? So, I mean, we're at the end of the summer right now. So as parents are listening to this and they want to learn more and they want to get involved, when does camp typically start? And then kind of what can they expect? Like a week long, tell me a little bit more about specifics. Yes. And Misty, I'm a big fan of 
of all different kinds of camps. So it doesn't have to be wind shape. If we're not close to you, find one that is close to you and send your kiddos. There's great ones all across the country for sure with the same heartbeat to, to show kids Jesus. So it does not have to be just us. We're overnight only in North Georgia right now. We do have people fly in from all over the place to come to camp, but I know that that's a big expense to add on to an already you know, expensive camp experience. So we, we understand that for sure. So any camp is great, but for us, we have overnight camps in North Georgia, girls camp, boys camp, and we also have family camp, which is really fun. So a lot of parents aren't ready to send kiddos away just yet, but they can come with them. And even if they're young before, you know, we, we don't let them come to overnight camp until they're done with first grade. And so if they're younger, Hey, come to family camp, get a taste of it and see how you like it. And then maybe you'll be more willing to send those kiddos alone in the future. But family camp is a really fun. We also have family weekends. We hope to do more of those in the fall. Uh, again, they're in North Georgia. We have day camps all across the country. Our day camps open up in the spring. So around March, you can go to windshakecamps.org and see where we were this year, but all of the locations for next summer will open up in the spring. But for overnight camps, a lot of times you, like now is the time you need to start thinking about that. And it's great because you could even start paying on it as you go. So it doesn't feel like such a big hit to your wallet. But for us, our overnight camp registration opens up on the first Wednesday in September. And again, I think a lot of camps are that way. They open it up in the fall and, and the overnight camps fill up relatively fast in a lot of camps across the country. So I would encourage, you know, it does seem like a long time from now next summer, but opening up registration happens a lot of times here pretty soon in the next couple of weeks in September and October for a lot of camps. So I would say, go ahead and start to look and plan towards that again, blocking it on your calendar. I know summers get busy and crazy. So that's a, a great thing to be thinking about right now. Yeah, I've got several friends who have done family camp for years and years and years and years, and that is their family vacation. And the whole family looks forward to it. And they book their weekend so that they, because they have their weekend that they always come with their friends that they've had over the years. And it, it has become this tradition, this rich tapestry for their family and the people that they come with. And so I think you're right, whether it's family camp or, you know, day camp or overnight camp. Thank you, you know, for joining me. Today There's a little something for everyone, I hope you've and I just love that. And, and I just love the focus of when shape. I would love for you to visit Jesus, my blog, to let people know that they are loved. You can find me on social media for. as Misty Phillip, we and I would love too. to connect yeah. with you there. This has been great, Amy. Thank you so much for sharing your love for camp with the By His Grace listeners today. So it's been so great to catch up with you. It has been so great. Love it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.